What's up, Mets fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Mets Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Cuttajar, and I can't wait to get back into talking about the New York Mets. So today is April 25th, and I'm going to be breaking down the Mets' 4-0 win over the Washington Nationals. I know I haven't done a post-game analysis episode in, you know, in a week now, so I've missed quite a few games, but, you know, long story short, (laughs) the Cubs series was just ugly. It was just an ugly series. Mets should have taken two out of three and instead walked away getting swept. And if you follow me on Twitter at PodMets, you would have seen that I was at the legendary DeGrom game on Friday night. And yesterday the Mets dropped a really rough game, but we're back with post-game analysis episodes. I can't wait to get back in and talk about the New York Mets, dive into this game because it was a and all around a really great game. So I'm just really excited to get into this game. So let's dive into it. So like I said, this was an all around, a all around really great game. We saw great performances from the defense, from the pitching, and from the offense. So to start, I want to get into the defense because there were a bunch of great defensive plays. And like I talked about last post-game analysis episode, which came out last week, talking about how the Mets won the game with James McCann throwing out Trevor Story to Francisco Lindor at second and how, you know, that doesn't happen all too much. And we saw in Chicago, as I was saying in the opening, it was a really ugly series and a really bad series defensively, especially in the second game where the Mets just got absolutely destroyed and there were just a ton of misplays in the field. But turn it around today, there was just really great defensive play all around. So the first great defensive play I want to dive into was Taiwan Walker picking off Josh Harrison at first in the first inning. Josh Harrison got on via a single on the very first pitch of the game, but Walker made a really great move and was able to pick him off. It was just a great play to limit any damage in the first inning, so that was awesome to see. Then in the third inning, Victor Robles hit a a shot to the gap. You know, looked like it probably would hang around in there long enough for him to get the third. He he was trying to stretch his double into a triple, and Conforto threw a perfect strike to VR, Jonathan VR, who was the cutoff man, who threw a perfect strike to third to J.D. Davis and got Robles out. It was just a very textbook, perfectly executed Conforto to VR to Davis at third and got Robles who was leading off the inning and got him trying to lead off with a triple and so it was great to just see that and to see the outfield and infield working so well together to create outs. Then in the fifth inning, Lindor made a great jumping line out. He just jumped up, got up, was able to pull down the ball that was smoked by Jan Gomes, so that was awesome to see. Then in the sixth inning, which was really, honestly, the play of the game, Albert Almora Jr., in his first start in center field, tracked down and made an amazing catch on a ball from Kyle Schwerber that was absolutely tattooed the center field. I actually thought that this ball was going to get out. I thought off the bat with Kyle Schwerber, he had two on, two out. He absolutely rocketed this ball, and I thought that it was actually going to be a home run, and it was going to be a three-run home run. But Almora tracked it all the way to the wall and then made a leaping grab, jumped into the wall, 
and held on to it to end the inning and save two runs. The ball was going to land in the field, but he saved two runs on that play and kept it a scoreless ball game. And then finally, in the ninth inning, Pete Alonso made a really nice diving grab to toss it over to Edwin Diaz to end the game. So, you know, I just listed out five different defensive plays that helped the game stay scoreless, also just helped the momentum and helped the Mets stay in the driver's seat of the game. And that's what great defenses do. They they help give that they help keep the momentum for your team. Whether it was a 0-0 ball game or, you know, 4-0 as it was today, you know, great defensive plays help keep momentum the entire time because they take momentum away from the other team. In addition to the amazing defensive performance that we saw today, Mets pitching also performed really, really well. Taiwan Walker went seven innings with no earned runs and only allowed three hits. He did give up three walks, but overall he looked really, really sharp on the mound. Then Miguel Castro came in in the eighth inning. He did get into some trouble with two hits and then a pass ball to put runners on second and third but he ended up striking out the next two batters to end the inning, and overall in the entire inning had three strikeouts. And then finally, Edwin Diaz came in and locked down the game. So, you know, they had a shutout. Obviously, the Mets won 4-0. That's the Mets' second shutout in three games. They shut the Nationals out two different times this series, once with Jacob deGrom in his complete game, 15 strikeout performance on Friday, which was just amazing. And like I mentioned in the opening, I was at that game on Friday. And if you go to my Twitter at PodMets, I posted a bunch of really cool videos of some really great plays from that game. So go check that out at PodMets on Twitter. Little quick plug here. But yeah, it was just great to see the Mets have another great pitching performance. You know, another game of shutout ball. You can't you can't really ask for anything more, especially after a rough game yesterday where the Mets gave up seven runs. And then finally, the Mets offense looked really great as well. Yesterday, the offense was dead. They only were able to muster one run. It was on a Conforto homer, which was nice to see. It was great to see him, you know, sort of starting to wake up with his bat a little bit. But today, the offense really came alive, similar to what we saw on Friday. J.D. Davis hit a two-run homer in the first inning, and he also went three for four on the day. James McCann hit an RBI single in the fourth inning, and then Pete Alonso mashed an absolute bomb to center field in the fifth inning. So those are all the four runs that the Mets had, but it was really, really great to see the offense you know, come out here, get those runs, get some hits, eight hits on the day, which is pretty good, and... You know, J.D. Davis having a really great day, 3-for-4 with a two-run homer against Patrick Corbin, who he always hits really well. SNY was really going into how well he hits them, and then he just jacked a nice home run to left center field. Conforto also hit a nice double today, and like I mentioned with his home run, his bat seems to be waking up a little bit more. He has been looking a lot better since the Colorado series. He, he played well in Chicago as well, so... It's, it's nice to see his back get going. Lindor, Francisco Lindor also had a hit, but he has really been struggling at the plate. And if he can come alive and if his back can come alive, I think this offense is going to be, you know, really, really revamped. To have him hitting well, you know, he's he's been struggling. He, he hit a homer in Chicago, his first home run, but, you know, overall, he just hasn't been able to get it going. And you can see it. He's frustrated. And I think if he can just turn it on, you know, Conforto's starting to get going. Alonzo's been hitting a bunch of bombs the past few days. So, you know, get this lineup, really get them going. And I think this is the Mets will be a very, very dangerous team to play.
So the Mets play next on Tuesday when the Red Sox come to town. On the mound for the Mets Tuesday will be David Peterson, and on the opposite side for the Red Sox, Garrett Richards will take the mound. Peterson is 1-2 with a 6.75 ERA, while Garrett Richards is 0-2 with a 6.48 ERA. Peterson looked really good against the Phillies two starts ago, but he had a rough one against the Cubs, although his defense really didn't help him out that much. So hopefully he can look to turn it around. He had a pretty rough start his first start and then came back and looked amazing. So hopefully coming back from a rough start against the Cubs, he can look really good on Tuesday night. And, you know, it, it really does stink to have another off day, and the Mets will have another off day on Thursday after their two-game set with the Red Sox. It's, it's just frustrating because, you know, this offense has these little flashes of, of days where they're looking good, like today and on Friday, but then they're going to have off and the bats might go cold again. So, you know, this is a scheduled off day, which I guess isn't as bad as when the Mets were getting rained out and snowed out or when they had to deal with uh, COVID in the beginning of the season. But, you know, it just stinks to have an off day, both because I love watching the Mets and also because I think that it's really hard for this team to get into a groove and to get going when you have an off day every five or six days or so. And in this case, two in the next four days. So, you know, we'll see. Hopefully the Mets can grab some wins this week. The Red Sox are playing relatively well, which was a surprise to many, especially after getting swept in their first series, but they really have turned it around and are playing like one of the top teams in the league. So, these two games are not going to be gimmies at all. They're going to be tough, tough games, and hopefully the Mets come out and are ready to perform, are ready to play hard, and, and can grab some wins. So let me know what you think. Send any thoughts, questions, opinions about anything I said or anything else about the Mets to my Twitter, at PodMets. I love talking about the Mets. I love talking about baseball. So send any of your thoughts to my Twitter, at PodMets, and don't forget to follow as well. So that is going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Like I just said, be sure to follow my Twitter at PodMets and follow the podcast wherever you listen so that you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Thank you so much again for listening. And as always, let's go Mets.